0: Of the 92 Best Picture winners, one must be crowned the bestest of the best. You're listening to The Quest for the Bestest from Backlog Banter. Your hosts are Timo Nelson, Tucker Hazel, Tanner Dykstra, and Abram Buner. You can find more of our content on YouTube and Twitter at Backlog Banter. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Quest for the Bestest from Backlog Banter. My name is Timo Nelson, I'm joined by the usual squad. Abram, Tanner, and Tucker are all here talking about a film this week we spun on the random wheel as you know every week we get that pull up that wheel we spin this we spin the spin it around sing the song and get a number and we pick the movie and the wheel for us last time picked going my way directed by leo mccary from 1944 starring bing crosby barry fitzgerald frank mchugh um gene lockhart some other some other people i don't really i didn't really recognize anyone besides bing crosby in the movie yeah
1: yeah um he was definitely the person that they sold it on so yeah yeah
0: it's uh, It was a, a movie, and I think we're going to talk about it for at least a little while. But before we do talk about it, let's uh, do some housekeeping. We'll talk about what we did last week. We had going, or we, we talked about last week. We not talk, we're not talking, we're talking about going my way this week. Last week mm-hmm. we talked about You Can't Take It With You from 1938, Frank Capra movie, which we really enjoyed. We really liked this movie, yeah. and it ranked itself pretty dang high. It got to the sixth place out of 24 movies. On our quest for the bestest ranked list if you want to find out and look at the list yourself you can go to our letterbox page back and just look up backlog banter on letterboxd it's the only list on there it's got links to all the episodes that we talked about um, and you can see how other films stack up maybe you agree maybe you disagree send us a letter in the mail and um, and we will read it out loud join our discord that might be a little description of every YouTube video
2: on the backlog banter YouTube page. We're tying together all the all the shameless self-promotions here. All yes. the
1: plugs. And if I may add one more, you don't have to listen listen to us ramble on about these old movies for that much longer because this is the penultimate episode before our break where we do back the, the quest for the bestest 2020 edition where we review right. the best picture nominees. For the 2021 Oscars, 2020 Oscars, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird classifier, but we're going to do all 8 to 10 nominees. That means we might be doing two a week. Double the content for your eyes and their new movies. What could be better? We so, are yeah, taking a break
0: be, by doubling down.
1: <laughs> yep. Yes, we're, ta- we're taking a break by doubling down, and that will be uh, after March 15th when those, when those nominees are announced until the Oscar ceremony itself. So tune into that. Yeah,
0: that'll be really interesting. We'll get a be- we we'll get some new movies. I think a lot of us have seen some of what's in the front running for, you know, there's a couple movies that people have their hopes pinned on for winning, but we're going to we're going to rewatch them, we're going to talk about them, we're going to rank them like we did for this. Just a little side excursion, just have some fun break up. Um, you know, get out of the 30s and 40s is what we've been stuck in for a little while now. Um, we'll see what that wheel gives us this time. But today, let's just get right into it. Let's talk about Going My Way. Abram I always like to hear what you have to say first. Sock it to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Clearly, there just weren't that many good films that came out in 1944.
1: Hey, uh, they, people were they, busy with other stuff. namely World War II. <laughs> double double
2: <laughs> Indemnity released this year.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true. I've heard, of, well, well, I've heard people, that's good.
3: Yeah, sure. So people were preoccupied with the whole World War II thing, right? <laughs> but, but then I just don't think that excuses the fact that for me, going my way is not a bad film it's it's pretty solid but it just feels so devoid of anything for me to hold on to yeah i was looking for thematic material and frankly what i found was pretty evocative of what we talked about last week but there uh, and you can't take it with you i thought the themes of you know Going your own way were, were conveyed in a more interesting respect because this film just felt very flat, felt one note. I liked being Crosby, I liked some of the the more theatrical elements, I liked the chorus. I, I really I liked the little kids in the gang. But on the yeah, whole effect, it just felt like this this heartwarming story that was just kind of flowery and, and didn't have much of a punch. So I I don't know. I wasn't I was whelmed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a whelming film.
3: It's yes. a
1: very it, it's a very whelming film. Tucker, oh,
0: Tanner, well, you want to hear my thoughts about it? Well, I, I would yeah, love to that. hear your thoughts. This movie, you know me, I really like watching my movies in one sitting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this movie failed to hold my attention well enough for me to finish it in one go. Wow. And it's, it's not a long film. It's not a long movie. Accurate. It's it's yeah. a two-hour movie. Um, and, oh, my God, I just was not interested. Just, it, I was, frankly, bored. You know, Abrams talked about his, you know... On the list you got the last emperor and then above the last emperor he wasn't bored and below the last emperor he was bored this one goes uh in the bored category for me yeah um, yeah yes
2: and yeah. I think that you know Abram was touching on the fact that there's just is not thematic material here necessarily to grab onto and and honestly I think that the problem is that there's just not really like a, there's not really a plot to grab onto there's like two half plots that are like in the background but then mostly you're just Going between uh, different scenarios with, with a good old oh shit. What's his name? Uh, Father. Oh God, I didn't write it down. O'Malley. Father O'Malley. Yeah, Father O'Malley. O'Malley uh, played by Bing Crosby, helping out people around the town that are just kind of loosely tied together. And I think the fact that it is so loosely tied together, and honestly, uh, Father O'Malley, not a very interesting character because he's so one note
1: yeah he's, uh, he's a good guy that is his character trait and he can sing he's got two character traits he's a good guy and he can sing yeah
2: and i think that that, that all just makes us feel super basic and uh, like it's not long it's not it's not bad it's just it's just nothing like it, i don't i have no idea how this one best picture not only best picture but seven oscars holy shit
0: seven oscars you want to for... you want to dive into that segment right now tucker give us yeah, the uh the wins right. and noms
2: now I'm saving a special set with Nam for last. Okay this, okay, a, okay. this is a very unique film for one particular reason, and I think Tanner knows okay. it because we watched the. Uh, uh, oh intro yeah. For true. This film. True. Uh, but one best picture, one best story, which is no a category that long no long no longer exists. Best actor for Bing Crosby, best adapted screenplay, best director, and it was nominated for best actor for uh, Father Fitzgibbon, um, nominated for film editing, and also for black and white cinematography. However, it also won supporting actor for Father Fitzgibbon.
0: Played by Barry Fitzgerald.
2: Barry Fitzgerald, played by Father Fitzgibbon, which I I got those mixed up when I wrote them down. However, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you caught what I said. He was nominated for both supporting actor and actor, best actor. Wait, what? Never happened before and it never happened since because the next year they made a rule saying you can't do that. Not allowed. (laughs) He so, got two chances to win for the same role. Yeah. And he did. He won supporting actor. Yeah.
0: That's and, bizarre. That's it's a v- very strange. It's very strange. Okay, the Academy. Well, weird also, situation. But if I may, um, Barry Fitzgerald was actually pretty. I, I maybe liked his acting the most. He was the most character yes. as, as his kind of codgerly old priest. Um, or
1: oh, Susie, what do you call have The church and the little boys. How do- the little boys they bring me a turkey and uh, oh I'll get real old up in that, up under the years there. Oh,
0: I'd really like to see my mother.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, I, I want to add a, a little bit of Oscars trivia to this. The fir- this movie spawned the first sequel to ever be nominated for for best picture. Really? There's a sequel. Yeah. There's a direct sequel to this movie that was also nominated. Now,
2: now here's the thing. Actually, here's the catch. Here's the spin. And oh. I, I don't know exactly how. Accurate this is. I was just watching some videos related to this film because I was very curious about what people thought about this winning Best Picture reviews <laughs> on it in general. But I, I'm pretty sure the the sequel was written first, and they made up a, a prequel for it.
1: You watch it. This is the first prequel to win Best Picture.
2: <laughs> yeah the 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 um sequel is based on something I can't remember I, or maybe it's not, but it existed, and they were trying to sell it. They were trying to get a Bing Crosby, you know, uh, actor contract signed and they're like well you have to make two movies with him and so they they ripped up a script for for a prequel
0: to the sequel and how,
1: that's this how bizarre that's this a is a strange. weird
0: movie and so yeah. and then and we i mean we we touched on it it's 44 right in the middle of world war Two, or at the end yeah. i guess not not right in the middle but it, it, approaching the end and so the, a lot of attention placed elsewhere um in the uh in the media yeah. landscape probably and this film People totally work. ignores. I mean, there's no mention of it. I don't even doesn't even say when it takes place, and so it's yeah. maybe a little bit of a just a little escapist um, in the uh, sure. in the myth yeah, in the it is of the Rose
1: of I But we, I think it's notable that we have really haven't talked about the movie itself up until the point yes. in this review. We well, so, talked about
2: the fact that there's not really anything there to grab on.
1: Well, let, let, let's give it the old college try, shall we? The, the old St. Louis try. Oh. Because Father Chuck O'Malley comes from St. Louis, uh, the college. He's a good-hearted man. He can sing a tune. He carries a tune in his step and a tune in his walk. And uh, he loves helping people out. And um, uh, then there's the old priest. And <laughs> the, the story is very episodic. You can break this down into chunks that yeah. really don't have don't have anything to do with each other. There's the chunk with the girl who ran away from home. That's kind of fun. There's the chunk where he has uh, the other lady who performs Carmen for a little bit. That's fun. There's a chunk with the kids, which I think was probably my favorite, uh, just because we get some classic. Uh, I don't know who that what the kid's name was, but he's just, the kid with the long face. He's got kind of, a kind of long face, and he just he's very much like a, a just a 1940s ruffian. He's stealing turkeys from off the back of trucks, and he's like, "Hey, listen here, fellas." My favorite. Slapping scene. his friend a lot. Oh, that, okay, <laughs> that so scene like, is. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself! What are you talking
2: Holy about? Holy shit! I don't even I don't even know how he physically did that. Like I reached over and tried to do that to Tanner, and like yeah, my hand getting caught in his nose. Like there's there's a lot of like physics there. Like he was yeah. doing that real fast, real quick, real consistently, and that kid was like. like <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it happened. It, was, it went over and over and over. You remember I sent the I sent the Snapchat of that of the, that frame to the group. it said, "How to win an argument in one easy step." <laughs>
3: So that scene is really important and emblematic of why this movie feels very vapid to me. That is the scene with the most tension and stakes in the film, <laughs> which is peculiar because it begins with this idea of the banking world going to war with the church, wanting to yeah. foreclose a church for the first time. But then that really doesn't materialize in any kind of way that puts tension on anybody. The, the church burns down off screen and then they that's not really um, an issue (laughs) they immediately rebuild it it just the, the movie like tanner said is episodic but it's episodic in a way where there is no there's nothing propelling you forward other than the fact that we have to review this movie so we're going to watch its runtime in its entirety yeah i just i don't understand what what the pull was supposed to be and it just felt very flat
0: well, well, if we I look guess. at the the main p- plot, I guess the the through thread is that Bing Crosby's character, Father O'Malley, is actually now in charge of the church. He's put in charge by the bishop, and then, um, but not subversively
2: put in charge. So yes, yeah. correct.
0: Not told to to keep it under wraps and just kind of let mm-hmm. old Father FitzHugh or whatever his name is Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbons um, still be Fitzgibbon. there and, and think he's in charge or whatever. Which I. Th- Think he realizes later, but it's not really does, made clear. Yeah. And you talk about uh, the stakes; those stakes are clear. never existed.
2: Yeah, it's, it's uh, made totally clear because he has like a breakdown and runs away in the rain and then comes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right.
1: And they find him immediately, and he comes back, and then they share a, a decent scene where he's like, "Oh, I miss me mother, and I hid away some whiskey in in behind a book cabinet. It's behind a biography of Ulysses Grant." <laughs>
3: Yes. So that's another important sequence because I was thinking when the film began, there's going to be some kind of tension about, like, in thematic material about the church changing and this younger face coming in to supplant the older guy and this eventual interpersonal conflict coming to a head when Fitzgibbons realizes what's being done. But mm-hmm. then actually he goes to the bishop to get rid of Father O'Malley. He reads between the lines of what happened, comes back, and then that plot thread evaporates. He yeah.
0: has an and he has and, o- an off-screen realization. It's not on screen. Yeah. We don't get to see him think through it. He just comes back and's like, I made my choice. I figured, you know. Really great writing yeah. on, on the writer's part there to not show I mean, us any of that. But there
2: are two through lines for this, technically. There is the relationship between Father O'Malley and uh, and Father Fitzgibbon, which mm-hmm. I think is probably my favorite part of the film. I think the yeah. fact that they have a pretty interesting dynamic, like Abram said, there is a, there's a theme there that's set up and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily paid off, but that's an interesting concept. It's an interesting conceit. Um, and then there's also the fact that the the church is going to foreclose. Um, and you've got sort of the bank magnet or whatever, who, who just does not really care. He's like, well, there's a first time for everything. I'm just going to, I'm going to shut this fucking thing down. If they don't pay their goddamn <laughs> rent. Um and that uh, that doesn't that doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't impact eighty percent nope. uh, uh, of the movie his son to goes to war not
1: his son goes to war and also dates that runaway girl we saw in the beginning of the movie. And yeah. that impacts the story in no way shape or form. am I correct? I fell asleep during that section of the movie, but I just kept it's, forging ahead. <laughs>
3: So the one point where things kind of begin to tie together a little bit is when the church has to be rebuilt and we're collecting money for the church through yeah. the choir boys singing and then the rest of the loan gets paid off by the, the banking magnate's dad and, and then the runaway girl is there. But it feels very much like, uh, oops, we kind of wrote a lot of disparate plot threads and we need to intersect them really quickly, which, is, which to- is frustrating.
0: Did you look at we the runtime hour. during that moment? Because it was like 15 minutes left in the movie.
1: And yeah, like everything exactly. comes together, and it's like,
0: boom, and then it's done.
1: We wasted half an hour of this movie on Bing Crosby singing. What are we going to do?
2: Now, here's the thing. I, I actually was re-watching our You Can't Take It With You episode, because I, I just like watching BLB content. How, what can it I um, But And we got to the end where we did this spin, got this movie, and Abram and Tanner both had this realization, it's like, oh, this is a musical it's not are you kidding me
1: there's not a mo- there's not a musical scene until in the first uh 30 minutes of this movie. No
2: but it's not it's not a musical they're just they're just singing songs cuz they're having a good fucking time Yeah. they like they're, not they're not just really chilling
1: it's not really a musical as we've come to know the genre people don't yeah. stop and sing songs in the world it's just literally like i'm going to sit down at a piano and everyone's going to sing a song with me
2: yeah and those sequences unlike what we're used to in uh like what's that story no no choreography no no interest in camera work whatsoever it's usually just a static shot of him sitting at the piano and playing because i mean clearly the draw here for the time was you get to see bing crosby sing uh play piano and and act a little bit and that's what put butts in seats but for some for people in our generation bing crosby not not a particularly important figure uh and that means that we don't really give a shit. Yeah, and, and it just makes those things boring.
3: To be fair, I will say that the parts of the film where I was most compelled were the parts where Bing Crosby was basically having the, the gang, straight out of like a Mark Twain novel, learn to <laughs> sing in the chorus. Yeah, sure. which is a compelling plot thread, Gee, and what? I like that they'll the, the drop him like a hot potato. Yeah, motif dropped, like that pops a hot up. potato.
1: There, well, there is, is, there is fun
3: concepts.
1: There's some fun 40s mannerisms in this. I I yeah. I I, I, rem, I just saw that I, I wrote the kid's name down that I was thinking of in my notes. His name is Tony Scamoni. Tony, yes. what, a, what a, a great name. Tony Scamoni. excuse me. Yeah. Tony Scampone, and he's like, hey, listen here, Fadi. You're my your repu- my reputation's hanging on you. So don't teach these kids to dance. Don't teach these kids to sing and dance. Take them to a cubbies game. Ah
2: Which uh that happens a couple did he, he take them to a few? Like baseball games, but we don't see those baseball games. So there's not like actually a moment for them to like bond. The bonding happens off screen, and they come back and they're just pals. They love singing. All of a sudden, no
1: father, let's let's not go
2: play. Let's go. Let's sing. Uh,
1: oh, you're, you're mispronouncing it's father. Father. Hey, listen to father. We my we heart. love to sing, fada.
2: I think that's just part of my one of my biggest issues with this. Not that they're the episodes aren't tied together. Not that the the plot main plots aren't necessarily followed through. But it's just what they do have, which is a relatively large cast of supporting characters none of them are very interesting it's a very uncompelling set of side characters and side stories that oh, yeah. aren't tied together so not only they're not together tied together none of them really grab me in any particular way and i think that's really unfortunate
3: It just needed focus i think you could have a compelling going my way movie if you said, okay, f- tension between two priests, we're going to centralize that around this cast of endearing boys. This is going to be the, the thread of the film. Um, it's and, not going to age well, but... It's not going to age well, <laughs> as I was thinking that as I was saying it out loud, but, but there would be a more compelling plot there and some better thematic material because, by the way, the title drop number, I don't really understand how that's supposed to factor into anything, really. Okay, Bing, you went your own way. We get it, you know? It just it needed focus to rein in the plot in the thematic material because otherwise it's just like a collection nice, nice breeze the yeah. windows open the breeze coming through i like a good breeze yeah. right but yet yeah, you shut the window because i'm like I, I i can't take the breeze for two hours you know the film just seemed a little bit more
0: yeah i uh, i agree i think that um the film was was not like that interesting to watch um but if we were to rewrite it, I think you actually could pull at some some threads here there's there was a section in the beginning where um the old priest and the young priest were talking about where where Father O'Malley and father Fitz, you, Fitz yep. I, I can't remember, but where O'Malley <laughs> and Fitzgibbon are talking, and um O'Malley is like maybe gonna hint at why he became a priest, which is I think is the element of the going his way that comes out later yeah. But like it was never really answered, and it was only ever hinted at in the um in that sequence where he's like going, you know, I'm I went my way. Um, and so you know to rewrite it to be more concise or or whatever, or make a more compelling plot thread that those elements could have been brought in too. Um, to add to it and then to make him be like, oh, I just love I just love helping out little boys and learn, teaching them how to sing yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. You know, <laughs> so there's there is room. Um, yep. but. That room was not used.
1: I like the turkey bit, the bit about the turkey where he's like, where that it's sort of this prolonged scene. And then uh, Father Fitzgibbon's like, I like that Tony kid. He's a good boy. And the cops always are too hard on those boys. And then. You brought me a turkey. He's a good guy. You're you're eating a stolen turkey. And he's like.
2: Okay, all right. Let's shift gears back a step. Father Fitzgibbon's incredibly charming character, great performance incredible facial expressions like his his reactions to things are just hilarious we (laughs) found ourselves chuckling like a almost every time he's on screen because he's just an endearing character he's, he's a uh, real fun guy
1: yeah i, I think mo- the scene that i just remembered and laughed out loud at it, again remembering is when um bing crosby and his friend i forget O'Dowd. what his name was father o'dowd uh, father o'dowd are just like they have this back and forth about their college years and for whatever reason and i'm thankful they do this they just decide to hang on a uh, father fitzgibbon as he's just like just, just looking at him like soup just the most puzzled look i've ever seen on a man's face just
2: mouth hanging open a little bit yeah great he he does have some
3: good physical comedy based like when he when he attempts to jump over the bits. oh yeah that, that was yeah. funny that's a great sequence when he goes wow. to play golf that's completely unnecessary but a great sequence yeah if, if he does add a degree of life that the rest of the film is definitely lacking
2: yeah well i think actually I'm just kind of realizing this. He's really the only realized character. I mean, he has an internal conflict. He has character development where he he mm-hmm. comes to appreciate the boys, comes to appreciate our Father O'Malley, learns about you know his history in the church, and he he has a history where he built the church with his with his own two hands or whatever. Yeah, he, and he hasn't he's, seen his mom in forty-five years. Yeah, he's he's very interesting. There's a lot of character points there. Unfortunately, our main character that we're is, following throughout is, is a is a bath of warm water he's he's just kind of a, a tepid individual who, uh, he's, he's a good guy yeah but that's about it
1: speaking of old mrs fitzgibbon i i like that they gave uh father fitzgibbon a uh, a paddington 2 scene towards the end where his <laughs> where his mom shows up i'm like oh it's like paddington 2 i mean paddington 2 is spoilers has, oh it. sorry yeah i haven't seen it either it's the best <laughs> west anderson movie, movie. it is it's the best mom west dead. Anderson movie. Is that the twist did no, it's, it's to... his aunt. Excuse me, it's his aunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great oh, aunt, aunt Lucy. That's her
0: name. <laughs> But you were saying that it's a good. It's a good. I like that moment. It's a good moment. Um, yeah. I guess it was the realization of Father Fitzgibbons' character, maybe where he's like, you know, everything. Even though maybe all is lost, it's coming together, and he's going to be able to yeah. continue on. Um. But it just doesn't matter for the main character. <laughs>
2: Nope. And also, main character, not necessarily a compelling ending. He just, he moves away. That's about it.
1: Well, own does it. this is a prequel. Yeah, yeah, I guess. True. <laughs>
2: True. Huh.
0: <laughs> so hmm.
3: weird. Maybe that's why. Do you think that in the sequel, the plot point of him breaking a window and giving someone's jewels as collateral is going to come back?
0: <laughs> I really hope so.
1: I really like uh, just I the most I got out of this film was a the father Fitzgibbon stuff we've talked about and the just little one off jokes that I thought were really funny that like the one like he's just walking down the street at the beginning of this movie and the, there's one guy that's like hey I'm an atheist <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's like all right you throw like an atheist you idiot on your way I'm a priest
2: there's also like a four-year-old playing outfield in baseball in the middle of the street and yeah. he takes over for it, and that's how that whole thing is set up. Like it's yeah. so shorned in, but it's got those little bits of fun community comedy where he's the father yeah. and everyone res- like respects him and, and wants to get to know him. Even the kids who are just like dicking around and they're like, "All right, father, fucking come come join our baseball game."
0: You you, then, you mentioned you mentioned the comedy yeah. of it though. I feel like Abram felt with you can't take it with you, and that while it's funny to talk about, but while watching this yeah. movie, it was not funny. I didn't none oh, of the jokes okay. really landed for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, really. thought they were, I thought they were funny in the moment. I, the ones I that were like very yeah, obvious. Yeah, were, I laughed were... at the ones I've brought up, and all the other ones, not really. Yeah, yeah, sadly. So, all two, all two or three of them that I brought up.
2: <laughs> it's a comedy, not very funny. It. It's a drama without a lot of tension.
1: It's a musical, it's a musical that's not really musical. not a lot of music. Yeah. <laughs> I did wake up
3: though this morning with three blind mice stuck in my head. So it at least. They sing that. three
1: blind mice a lot in Father Fitzgibbon. Apparently, that's just like, all right, that's it. That's, that's, that's he, what I draw drawing the line.
0: That's his trigger. He really just yeah. can't stand three blind mice. <laughs>
1: three blind mice. I draw the line right here. You're out of line, O'Malley. You're having these kids to sing three blind mice. You're out of here. I'm oh, sorry. You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you and your accents. No. All
2: right. Anything else to say? Any closing thoughts on going my way,
1: Leo McCary. 19. Uh, I think okay. we I think we nailed it with that little. It's a it's a it's a movie that has has very little and executes on even less. Damn. I'll just I'll just shorten what Tanner said. It's a movie. <laughs> well, it certainly is a
3: motion
2: picture. There you go, Tucker. Send me your vote, please. Oh shit. Well, I'm just gonna say right here: twenty five out of twenty five. Dead last place. one wow. Last
0: place. So, um. Well, Mr. Math, Mr. What Math, you got? we actually do have a little bit of a disagreement. We are not in complete agreement here. Um, Tucker, you said twenty-five out of twenty-five. Abram, you said twenty-four out of twenty-five, and me and Tanner said twenty-three out of twenty-five.
1: Oh no! Whoa! A disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> the la- the bottom three places. <laughs> um, now here's the thing, which averages well, out to you find out where, yeah, yeah, that it? averages
0: out to twenty-three point seven five. But I, I mean, that's a, I for me, that's an elastic number. We can
1: just actually place that wherever we want to go Obviously, I, I think we actually
2: could have a discussion about where it goes down there
1: okay so yeah. Yeah, 23.75 remind me because i always forget 20, that would, that's 24 20, be 24th place okay uh i'd be all right i'd be all with
2: right.
0: only what great ziegfeld behind it yeah, yeah. Yes. yes i'm just uh, trying to think ooh. about it though because maybe hmm. uh, greats i don't know was Z- was Z- great ziegfeld was
1: has a production design yeah, I'm significantly almost- less
2: boring. Are you kidding me? F- Florenz Ziegfeld is a much more interesting character than Fa- Father O'Malley. That
1: is true. That is true. Uh, Had the
2: production design, uh, Father,
1: going. F- Father Fitzgibbon, although but, he's not the main character, is an interesting character. I I, I I'd say more more interesting than Florenz Ziegfeld.
0: The production sure. design, while not like you know, four million dollar scene in this yeah. movie, in going my way. Was pretty good actually. I liked the way like the, some of those interior churches. They were very intricate and had very nice you know back backgrounds for them to move around in. They didn't really block mm-hmm. it very well. The characters didn't move around in the spaces that were cool, but the spaces were cool nonetheless. So I don't know. This is kind of tough. You've actually here's, you've actually made me I... question myself. Do I did I really enjoy Great Sigfield more? I might have Um
3: been. Here's here's where I come down on it. Right. I believe that, and I'm, I'm shocked I'm about to do it, but I believe Here to Eternity is better because I think Here to Eternity has more interesting concepts. Whether or not those pay off, there, there are interesting ideas that that film raises yeah. that I don't yeah. think Going My Way does. So yeah. I, 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 put, I automatically put it down to, to 24 and then when yeah. I look at the Great Zigfield, I think both that and going my way are flawed in the same way. So they have a lot of unrealized mm-hmm. potential, they have a lot of drop plot threads, they're kind of vapid thematically, and, and the plots feel kind of episodic or cyclical. Sure. But I think the difference is that this film at least values your time a little bit more and yeah. has some ideas yeah. that are compelling. And frankly, yeah. if I'm going on a personal level here, Great Zigfield really just didn't value my time. And they were they were like 15 minute sequences. Of just nothing happening, and you mm. can argue that, that this that this film might have the same problem, but I think there's some more heart here. I think there's some more interesting concepts here, and it's an hour shorter. I just yeah. think
1: that some of its parts is stronger than the Great Ziegfeld. I agree with Abram. I Glad think uh, I think twenty-four. I think 24. wait, no. yeah, twenty-four is a good spot for it. Yeah.
2: As the dissenting voice here, I just have to say that when I'm going in looking at one of these best picture winning films, I'm looking for there to be something to grab onto that explains why this won best picture. And going my way is the worst offender for why the fuck did this win best picture? <laughs> Where you can sit there and spend a good amount of our, a great Ziegfeld episode going, okay, look, there's all this crazy stuff going on. There's there's a reason why this was so important for the time. There's blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, Sure, we didn't like it, but it makes sense why it won Best Picture. I, I would be I would be amiss <laughs> yeah. to find a, a handful of reasons this won Best Picture. I I really just think that this is less interesting to talk about than Great Ziegfeld. I mm-hmm. think it's a less I think it's less interesting from a character's perspective because Father O'Malley is is just a m- much more boring character. He's he's a more just average Joe than Florence Ziegfeld is, and I and I think that even though. I think that Great Ziegfeld is more boring because Abram's right. It doesn't value your time as much. Mm-hmm. I think even in those sequences that we didn't like because we found them boring, we respected them. We understood why they were important, why that we were amazed by the production design. There's a lot more to grab onto with Great Ziegfeld and yeah. talk about. And that's why the that episode is longer. That's why we had a better conversation about its themes and stuff. And this, we were just like, no, nothing there. Nothing to grab onto. Nothing to talk about. Musical yeah. without music, comedy without comedy, drama without tension. I like.
1: think the, it it <sighs> does have more heart. So if I'm if I'm putting them side by side, trying to decide which one I'd rather rewatch, it's good. Sure. gun to my head, gun to my balls. I'm gonna rewatch going my way.
2: Yeah,
0: get it over with faster. Sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: But I don't think
2: that's faster. necessarily the greatest metric to be
0: ranking best pictures upon. Uh,
1: well, we are talking I
0: mean, about the bottom of our list.
1: Yeah, yes, that's true. We're we're, de- we're debating uh between polished turds here <sighs> i am i do did feel, i present
0: my case well enough for anyone i do feel yes, very that's a real, i feel very that's torn. a really
1: good point tucker it's, it's a really good i'm point. really torn why well,
0: this it, this decision should not be as hard as it is no, i should re, i should matter. reserve this like mental anguish for thinking about like the top four
3: <laughs> i will know um, that the godfather part two didn't get this much which is why we had to record a special episode i will yeah. put that out there but but tucker i i think you're making good points where i would differ is if you're looking at a ratio between realized and unrealized potential i found that the great zigfield squandered a lot more potential than this film did so i can see where you're coming from about like the ambition of these sequences but i just think that that's a case where that should have been a swing and a home run but it was a swing and a foul ball Let's, let's continue the debate. This film likes baseball, apparently, even though it never shows That's us. True. This is a swing and a foul ball, but it was only going to be like a base hit. I, I, I think that, that great zayfield is a more unwieldy, cumbersome, and, and frustrating movie that, than this is. So yeah, even I though understand. I think that ambition is there, I don't think that ambition translates, in okay. my opinion.
1: I say we go with the number that we got originally. I say we go with twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. Totally
0: fine. Again, yeah, we're splitting hairs. Oh here. no, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're, we yeah, we got to convene a special session of Congress to talk about yeah. the last yeah twenty-fourth. Let's uh let's call it. And with calling it, let's take a look at the graph. Here it comes. We're gonna get to look at the bottom. I don't think we I've made it even a, a, a like the last baby around. Flip that baby. <laughs> once, you gotta make a whole new one for once, Scott. twice, and then we're on the backside. Oh. Um to the uh to the from the twentieth the twenty-first the through the twenty-fifth now. So here it comes. Going my way is going right almost to the bottom.
1: Yeah. Get out of my way, going my way. How, how do you how do you like that? Uh
0: ah!
1: <laughs> let's just get to the spin. <laughs> let's go to the spin. All the, right. Uh, final spin for a few weeks, actually.
0: Yeah, well, we are gonna find out what we're gonna talk about, and then we will dive into this year's current films.
1: Yeah. The nominees for the twenty twenty Oscars.
0: Are you ready? Please be released after nineteen eighty. Please be released after oh, nineteen eighty. Come on, come on. Dude, come give, on. Us a,
1: give us a good one to to to, end, to start our break on. Come yes. on now.
0: Come on. Please give us something. That would be new. nice. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, and here we here we go. The last time I'll sing. I've got this a huge
0: one, i got like a, a controversial one. Something I'll
1: give, I'll give Tucker this reprieve. This is a little, this will also be the last time I sing my wheel song for a few weeks. Right? You know, three spin yeah. that wheel. One wheel wheel what's your deal give us a film that makes us squeal is it on digital or is it unreal wheel wheel what's your deal number 40. Mm, well that's certainly not
2: after uh okay all right this is the 1963 best picture winner Hmm. uh directed by tony richardson starring Mm. mm, mm, i don't recognize any of these names (laughs) (laughs) oh god Uh, oh no tom jones
3: Oh, oh that's that's the name of the movie. And yeah.
0: it's called Tom? Tom Jones. Directed
2: by Tony Richardson.
0: So this is Boy, one year Jones. after the greatest movie of all time, one best picture, yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. Right after okay. Lawrence of okay. Arabia. No. Oh, it's got oh ooh, it's got a dreadful Lawrence rating Arabia on the letterbox.
2: Back to back. Here's the thing. We've got like six bangers right around this, and then this is just in the middle, and we unfortunately hit the fucking nail in the head here. I would how like long, to know how long. It,
3: I like to know that if you search Tom Jones in Google, you get a Welsh singer as the first oh, result.
2: Oh yeah, Tom, uh, Tom hey, Jones great. is a well-known singer. It's a, it's just over two hours, so it's not
1: ridiculous. Okay, okay. Oh, Well, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Look at that. Tom loves Sophie, and Sophie loves Tom, but Tom and Sophie are di- are of different classes. Can they find a way through the mayhem to be to be true to love? No, we'll find, what out, I, next we're week. find out next week. We're holding on.
3: This this kind of looks like like a Romeo and Juliet thing. Oh, Literally. Like another they
1: Shakespeare.
3: have Like that's from Criterion. I think this is like a Romeo and Juliet retelling. We will oh see and How many many will do we will talk have about in it?
2: this goddamn list. Oh, <laughs> oh no. This is our third this is our third Romeo and Juliet possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, well you know what? Honestly, I'm not I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I don't know anything about it. Yep, I've been surprised true. by films in the past. Um, it is again surrounded by by bangers. You got Lawrence of Arabia, My Fair Lady, The Apartment, Ben Hur, uh, Bridge of the River Kwai. Like it's in good company in that in that area. So we'll just have to see though, because
0: it is our is duty to watch the movie in its entirety. It might take us more than one sitting if it's especially boring, as it was this week um hopefully it won't be we can all hope that it's a good movie because that's just more enjoyable for us and for you if we really get to uh dive into what makes it so great
1: um yeah. we're gonna we're just gonna end on a even maybe pop potentially lower even a lower note but uh then we'll get oh i yeah. doubt it i sincerely so? doubt this
0: is worse than going my way
1: okay we'll we, see well that
0: see. is the gauntlet that is being thrown down for next week's yeah. episode of the quest for the bestest Reminder: We're going to go on a little break after we talk about Tom Jones. Talk about the current Best Picture winners. Our little break of regularly scheduled content. There you go, Tucker. Um, and go mm-hmm. to the uh, go to talk about this year's all the good stuff. Um, but we'll be back. Of course, we're not going anywhere. We're sticking around. So yeah. if you, uh, you can if have you have twice in- as many videos every week, yeah, wow, excellent. <laughs> If you enjoyed this, uh, this episode, make sure to rate it five stars. Go on to our YouTube channel, hit like and subscribe. You know, we got to say the things that we got to say because. Yeah. Join the yeah. Discord. It's the media landscape. Join our Discord. Links are in the description of most everything. It's a pretty fun space. We like to talk about random things. Abram?
3: if i if i may add before we leave if we all get to plug things we we do all this cinephile nonsense right Mm -hmm. but me tucker and Tanner are in the midst of our into the snyder verse discussion on our way up to Zack snyder's justice league we made it through man of steel bvs we posted very soon we're on to
1: justice league and then The the cinematic event of the year very soon Oh, well, if, if we, we made BLB the channel made it through BVS without being torn apart, will it will the Style Cup be the same deal? You'll just have to wait and see.
0: Will Zack Snyder be the straw that broke the camel's back? Stay tuned to find out. We will uh, you will be able to hear it when it happens. That's all for me. Thank you guys for joining me. A discussion of sorts we had this week. Um, We'll try to have hopefully we can have a better one next time with a, with a yeah. better movie. Um, Until then. Catch you next time. Peace.